1: 93 WIBC, it is the Kindle and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. You know what's interesting, Casey, last night of the night with WIBC, and we mm-hmm. talked about this earlier, one of the overarching themes of the evening yeah. is how disappointed mm-hmm. people are in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. But yet, so many people are not willing or ready yet to pull the trigger on a third party. On a third party, yes, it is a struggle for a lot of people to wrap their brain around this because they feel they're not getting served and represented correctly with the Republican Party. Yet they're afraid to vote for a Libertarian because that might split the ticket and just elevate the Democrat Party. Yeah, and so at a little rant yesterday, I came a little unhinged at one point. Surprise, and surprise. As I was. Uh, coming unhinged over this. He's, look, you get the government you deserve, and you're going to keep getting the crappy government you don't like unless you do something about it. Our old pal, the most successful third-party candidate in Indiana state history, mm-hmm. uh, 345,000 votes, in fact. Donald Rainwater was frantically texting me, saying, I have so much to say about this. Good. So let's, yeah, yeah. we don't want to talk today. We've talked enough here the past two days. Uh, let's go to the drivehubler.com hotline. Rainwater, 345,000 votes. That was very impressive, but I feel like there were double- that out there who are open to pulling the lever for you and just didn't at the end. Do you agree?
0: Oh, I I believe that is absolutely true. And and good morning, Rob. And and good morning, Casey. Uh, Thank you for having me on. I I think you're uh, both spot on. I was listening yesterday, uh, Rob, when you uh, uh, started ranting. And (laughs) I think both of you made some uh, some great points. Uh, about why people are, um, while they're they're starting to look for something better than what the uh, uh, two old parties uh, are offering, uh, they're they're not really ready yet. And and I think you're right. And I think a lot of that has to do with the ability of candidates to get their
1: message out. Well, okay, so Donald Rainwater is our our guest, and it's interesting, Don, because, like I said, last night there was so much talk. I mean, I'm not just talking like at the night with WIBC. I'm talking about the meet and greet before. So many people now are talking about libertarians. People come up saying voting for, you know, Jeff Moore or, or, you know, I'm open to this. Nobody was talking about libertarians in this state three or four years ago, but yet it still doesn't seem like libertarians are able to, on a grand scale, Close the deal. You did better than anybody else. What else can libertarians or any third party for that matter do to get their candidates across the finish line?
0: Well, Rob, I'm glad you asked. That's what I do. Because I, I <laughs> yeah, I think there are, I think there are, are several things that uh, uh, we need to realize. First of all, I think it's important that, that voters know that Uh, whether you're a a libertarian candidate or another third party or an independent candidate, uh, the Republicans and Democrats have control of the the legislative process and have created laws that give them uh, an advantage in getting on the ballot in uh, just about every way. And the mainstream media... Uh, has done a tremendous job in collaborating with these two old parties, uh, as we see with Fox 59 leaving James Sinaiak off of their uh, U.S. Senate coverage, mm-hmm. uh, in in really trying to keep that advantage for those two old parties. So we have an uphill battle. It's going to take a lot of work in order to... Get uh, over these obstacles that are created. Uh, legislatively. yeah.
1: Well, yeah real, real, real quick, I know Casey wants to pop in here, but I just want to clarify what Don was talking about. So Fox 59 has this forum for the U.S. Senate candidates and James X on the ballot. He'll probably get over 100,000 votes uh, and yet they exclude him mm-hmm. from the forum. He's not even invited to be in the forum and that's what Don's talking about when they just basically act like you don't exist. Casey, go ahead. So Donald, my question is, you said is they haven't gotten on the ballot. Do you think that it It really is that their name's not on the ballot. I mean, obviously it needs to be on the ballot so people can vote for them, but is it getting on the ballot or is it the money needed to get their name recognition out there so that people are aware of the candidate?
0: Casey, bless you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) To me, that's the most important piece uh, of this puzzle is that uh, when... When you are a candidate and you want to get your message out and the mainstream media isn't going to include you, the only option you have is to run advertising. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you can't raise the same amount of money as someone who is selling themselves to the highest bidder in order to allow whoever donates to their campaign – Uh, to turn around and tell them how to govern when they get elected, uh, it makes it really tough. And people don't realize libertarian candidates, for example, uh, Casey, I think you mentioned James Siniak yesterday Mm -hmm. and the fact that he only has a few thousand dollars on hand. Mm -hmm. That's because he doesn't, uh, you know, nobody's walking up to the libertarian and saying, uh, we're going to help you get elected because we know that you'll do what we want you to do mm. because libertarians are individual citizen-focused candidates. We want to do what's right for individual rights. We don't want to manipulate government uh, to the benefit of a corporate or special interest. Yeah, Don- there's a, a- yeah go ahead well i was
1: gonna say don donald rainwater is our guest he was the 2020 libertarian nominee for governor and i think people make a huge misnomer don maybe you can speak to this because i and our dear friend of the show micah beckwith and i going back back and forth with this he goes well we'll just get him in the primary the next time if if you don't like you know the sort of republicans that are being nominated and my point to that is look at what the republicans have done uh unless you're todd young you have to get the 500 signatures in every congressional district to get on the ballot which is an a daunting task it's you know well over a hundred thousand dollars probably to pull that off so unless you're a sitting congressman or infinitely wealthy like Mike Braun you're probably not going to be able to do it or look at what they did to John Jacob and Kurt Nicely in which they spend collectively a million dollars to vanquish those guys in a primary if you want to hold Republicans accountable the best thing if you're tired of the Republicans and the way they've behaved is to have a strong libertarian party and to support those candidates
0: well, you're, you're absolutely right, and, and I'll take that a step further, Rob, and tell you that what most people don't know is that the Indiana Election Commission is designed to be the uh, method whereby the Republicans and the Democrats can uh, eliminate competition on their own ballot. I've had people for the last two years tell me, if you would just run as a Republican, you would win. <laughs> mm. And I have to turn around and tell them, the Republicans would never allow me on their ballot. Now, why they is would, that? They would go, because because they don't agree with my my philosophies. Okay. They don't want smaller government. They don't want to protect people's individual rights. The Republican Party is focused on uh, doing what they need to do to make corporations happy, you know. Look at look at Governor Holcomb. We we have a man who is bringing corporations in uh, from all over the world to compete in a labor market with Indiana small business owners. It wasn't bad enough that he closed down small businesses during the pandemic. He has to continually bring in. Large corporate competition because these are the people that donate all the money that he needs to go run for u.s Senate. hey, hey Don. so the,
1: and I think what you're talking about, and I want to clarify for people, when you're talking about running and being able to keep people from running, the the Republicans and Democrats now have the ability that unless you have voted in the last two Republican or Democrat primaries, They can kick you off the ballot. They can say if someone challenges, they have written a law to say, so for the last basically four years or whatever, you have not voted in a Republican primary consistently. You can't even run for public office. I mean, you're basically libertarians become the only choice because they've rigged the system.
0: Right. And, and not just, not just the last two years voting in the primary, Rob, look what they did to uh, Danny Niederberger. Yeah. He, He had the signatures. He was a few short. Todd Young was a few short, and they found in their good graces to let him (laughs) run anyway. Niederberger is a few short and was kind of mistreated, in my opinion, uh, by a county election office. And uh, they – it's anything they can find to keep people – Who are not in line with their philosophies off their ballot. They don't want voters to have a choice. They want to give voters what they want them to vote
1: for. Uh, Real quick before we let you go uh, and we don't feel like talking today because we talked all night last night so the floor (laughs) is yours Todd. Again and I I, I see this more and more from people that I don't think are going to they're going to vote out of fear in the U.S. Senate race but I think they're very open to the third party and Jeff Moore the libertarian in the Secretary of State's race. I don't see the fear as much there and that is the most important race on the ballot this year. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to a minute. Make the case on why voting Libertarian in the Secretary of State's race is so important?
0: Well, I think the main reason is, again, the ability to have a level playing field and maximizing the, the individual citizen's choice, the options. You know, when, when you only have A or B, and they both make you very uncomfortable The idea of voting for the lesser of two evils is just not good, rational, logical thought. You need to figure out how to create a playing field where you have multiple options, where you have a better opportunity to find someone that meets your standards so that when you vote, you can feel good about it. And, and not have to feel like you have to go home and take a shower after you leave the ballot box. <laughs> uh,
1: Donald Rainwater, the 2020 Libertarian nominee for governor. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we appreciate you and have a great weekend.
0: Thank you. You guys as well. Have a great day.
1: 93 WIBC. It's Kendall and Casey show.